See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Mackenzie has increased the mobility of the Alpha. He's forever changing something on that damn boat. <laughs> Your little one's no match for him. Don't underestimate her just because you dislike her. She was stupid. If those missiles had backfired, you could have cost us the black shark. All right. Hello, all, all you out there in podcast listener land. This is Mao. Um, coming to you from the slow robot a go go uh, laboratory. Laboratory <laughs> where we put wings <laughs> on many things. <laughs> <laughs> and who do I have with me tonight? <laughs> Doctor Morbius, <laughs> the non-winged Doctor Morbius. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> if you can guess what we're talking about, you win the prize. Of wings. <laughs> everything in life is better with wings. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to put a brain of a cactus in you and put some wings on from you. a bat on you. And then I'll give you the enlarging fluid and you'll be gigantic and yes. fly around and... Fly around and do nothing, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Just sit on top of the house. Just be like, check me out. I got wings. <laughs> Oh, man. In case you don't know what we're comically making fun of, we just got done watching the awesome, awesome train wreck that is Latitude Zero. Oh, yeah. Or let me see if I can pronounce the Japanese version. Ido Zero Daisakusen? Yeah, that sounds yeah, good. Daisakusen. I can deal with it. Ido Zero Daisakusen. Okay. So, yes. Latitude Zero. This is one... Um, Ichiro Hondo, Hondo did it, uh, Honda. and and most of his uh, ilk or Toho, uh, yeah, the Toho, Toho production, the Toho yeah, people. So you know he's of course uh, Godzilla and all Mothra, Rodan, all that stuff. Like he, he and he brought along all of his favorites with him. And Subaraya is the Ultraman creator. Yeah, and uh, Hune did the music for it. Uh, Ifakube. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ifakube. So uh, he did. Uh, he brought his whole gang on board for what was Latitude Zero. And uh, it's from 1969. From 69, yeah. And it does have the authentic stink of the 60s all over it. I oh, mean, yeah. This is the end of the 60s It right is go-go-rific. <laughs> you could tell it was starting to be the lame 70s, but it was still <laughs> trying to hang on to the cool 60s. Like, this, 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 you know, they were like, no, no, we don't want to be the 70s. And they're like, come on, put on the roller skates and start discoing. And they're like, I don't want to. I'm going to put on my gold and be fabulous. And they're like, no, no, come on. It's the 70s. Yeah, they it's were, time for disco. It's time for glam rock. It's time for all that good stuff that's coming up. And Japan was like, screw you. I'm staying the 60s. Uh, and so they did. And so they did. And we were all very thankful. And then it ended. Yeah. And Sorry. It Sorry was crushed by the giant disco ball of sadness. Right. But anyway, yeah. this movie is... Uh, I think of it very fondly. I, I, it is, I, of course, I love the Godzilla and all the Toho stuff, and I love this movie. But the wheels kind of come off of it right around the beginning of the third act. Like, yeah, it, the most important part. Yeah, 
it's a very good serviceable sci-fi movie. Uh, not sci. Well, it's a fantasy. Fantasy sci-fi. It's, it's almost sci-fi, but eh, it's kind of it's on Earth. It's like three or four movies in one. <laughs> exactly. It's like they took they 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 were looking like at some famous movies and they're like. We can rip that off and that off and that off, and they just kind of threw it in a blender, hit yeah. blend, and dumped it out. And well, and, it was written by an American, uh, Ted, I think Sherman. I can't think of the name right now, but anyway, he wrote them, and it's taken from some uh, stories that he wrote in the fifties. So, I guess he's responsible for <laughs> all the pastiche <laughs> yeah. that this is. Warren Lewis. Oh, and two more credits. Hold on. Yeah, Warren yeah. Lewis and uh, I don't know. Ted, oh, Ted Sheridan. Yeah, that's it. Sherdeman. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Screenplay by Ted Sherdeman. I think right. it's from his stories. Yeah. Or now, one of the things that's very odd about this, and I I don't really know how to feel about it, is it's obviously a Japanese production, but it was shot in English. Yes. And all the Japanese actors, which there are many, were yes. taught to their lines phonetically. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, this is one of those things where. I don't know, man. It was a co-production, and man. what happened was at the end, I think the uh, well, after after it was started to be produced, the the backers, the the <laughs> uh, the English backers, I think it were, they just bailed. So it was like, right. uh, what do we do now? The yeah. actors need to get paid. Cause I I gotta I gotta tell you right off the bat, as you're watching this, as I'm watching it, I was really impressed. I was actually really impressed by this. Um, by this movie, as far as uh, working with the miniatures, how it looked, how everything worked, yeah, it was cool and it was impressive. And now, if you watched it from today's eyes, you'd be like, "This is dumb and yuck, yuck, yuck." This is just as good as any of the earlier James Bond movies. Yes, it like, is. The effects are great. the The story in the beginning is very cool. It almost feels like Fantastic Voyage. Or, yeah, right. Or right, you know, there's yeah. a lot of coolness to it. And I, you know, I like non CG stuff. I like this is like how, what I like, you know, the Mysterions and this miniatures and uh you it looks real. Even the cheesy stuff where you can tell it's a model getting blown around. <laughs> you know, like there's one part, they're in this little capsule and there's obviously no weight to this model that's bouncing across the bottom of that's the ocean, right, you that's know. Right, yeah. But so what? I mean, when you watch it you're like this is really cool and it, you get into it and it has a very cool feel to it. You it's know. definitely like a, a classic retro hmm. end of the 60s Japanese it's Bond-like at times. It's yeah. like, you know... They had it, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. yeah lots definitely. of gadgets and lots of bright stuff. And, you know, you're, they're in this... Yeah, exactly. It wasn't in, dark at all. No. they're in the, And they're in these subs and things are blinking and things in the background are swirling. Like, there's lights inside of things blinking and doing things. And and ve- it's just very cool. Very mod. Pop. Very, yeah. And I'll tell you, I, to this day, you want co- cool, like, pop? You want... You, Japan. Japan, definitely. They, they nail, and Italy, too, they but Japan. nail it. They nail yeah. it. Like, I remember when I was in Japan just uh, like two months ago. No, three months ago now. Who cares? I, You know, like, they nail it. Like, you'll be looking at a brand new motorcycle, and it's they, they made it yesterday, but it looks like it's from the 70s, and it has modern stuff on it, but it the so styling awesome. is so cool. Like, That's they awesome. nail cool. Yeah, I, like America, we wish we were half as cool as they are because they just they stole our coolness. Uh, yeah, our mojo's gone. It was like yeah. Austin Powers. They drilled it out, and now we're fat bastard. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> so I don't know how to feel about all that, and I feel depressed. But yeah. anyway, it was a, such a cool like watching this. Really, I always get in a good mood when I watch these kind of movies. Like 
they're just fun. They're candy. Yeah, they're kind. Of, yeah, they're, they're just like effervescent candy yeah. fun. But there is a story there. There is underlying things there. Although this one is not typical Honda because no. his are generally layer upon layer of. Um, you can look at his movies a lot of different ways. Yeah, and usually right. they're very negative or very negative, but kind of. Hmm. You know, like you feel sad about humanity. Right, not, right. You know, where this one, not so much. No, this is... Uh, the only time is at the end they spliced in a... Um, the one guy decided to come back up to the surface and they spliced in this montage of human sadness. That was and I'm a like, I was like, did we really need that 30 seconds of ultra sadness? That, I'm surprised like Hitler wasn't narrating it, <laughs> saying, <laughs> I'll fry you all. And, you know, like it was just nothing but like... Yeah, I don't know what that was all about, but okay. I guess he'd come back to Earth and yeah, like, you know, he gave enjoy. up paradise. Yeah, gave up. Yeah, definitely. So, well, I guess. All right, well, we talked about this now. Like, I guess we better just break down. You want to just go scene for scene, kind down. of thing? Well, yeah, we'll break it down. Only like only Honda can. That's right. Who does the black shark belong to? To an evil genius named Malik and his uh, companion Lucretia. His captain is Perga, a woman. Mm. Formidable opponent. More skillful than most seamen. Where is this black shark from? Malik's base, Blood Rock. Uh, an island some distance north of here. And you're always at war with each other? He lives up to his name. In one archaic language, Malik means murderer. If it weren't for the efforts of Latitude Zero, he might have taken over your world century ago. Okay, and that little interlude was brought to you by Latitude Zero's uh, movie. Dr. Malik. Yes. No, no, that isn't Malik yet. I'm saving the best for oh, last. you're saving the best for last. Our uh, outro is going to be Malik's oh, rant. Cesar Romero, yeah. the Joker. Dude. The Cisco Kid. Jesus Christ. What is it? The Latin from Manhattan? Yeah, that that's it. it yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, okay, we're going to we're, we're gonna like review the movie quickly about like each scene or whatever. It, we start out... Um, like they show like the the stock footage of a of a boat, you know, yeah, right. going to uh, going to what the hell? They do tests on some volcanic eruptions? Like no, 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 no. This is for the for that one water canal. Or the oh canal yeah, yeah, water. yeah, right, yeah. They same them Caspian. Yeah. Ah, right. who cares? And there's three guys in like one of those little like bathosphere. Yeah, like a little it. round sub, you know, that they're dropping in to do experiments. And um, Joseph Cotton. Is like, you know, Johnny Squarejaw. He's like the the, the he's Mackenzie. Like, yeah, he's the um, he's like a reporter. No, no, Richard Jekyll. Richard Jekyll. Okay, that's the reporter. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay, okay. And then there's Joseph um, Cotton was. Well, we'll get to him later. Yeah, exactly. So, and then there's then there's just like the the two Japanese. Yeah, one of them is supposed to be a Frenchman, but he's Japanese. That's the guy that's the Canadian. Yeah. He's Japanese Canadian. He spoke really well. He's, yes. You know, his English was. And then spot the other on. one's Akira Takarada from Godzilla movies. Yeah. He's not speaking English. He so spoke well. poetically. Yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, and this right off the bat, you kind of know that. Hmm. Something. Like, you see. Something's the, up. Well, no, you see right off the bat that the wacky white guy is going to be like. Uh, here we go. You know, like like we get it again. You know, yeah, like the the, yeah, the dopey yeah. white guy gets yeah. it again because he's he's like the really um 
he's like the brash, always asking too many questions and always doing the inappropriate things. And you're like, thanks, thanks. Even even the '60s, the white guy was getting. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Like you're like, oh come on, really? You know, it's I, I like it's I think like a black guy sitting there watching a movie and the when the black guy dies first they go ah oh, really well <laughs> I, I I sit there and watch it and there's always a dopey white guy and I go ah oh, really you know like it's just the same it's kind of like okay so right off the bat there's the the, the reporters like t- ask too many questions and he's like, whatever so no they're down and they're getting lowered down and then all of a sudden um and there's like there wasn't even an explosion at this point they they just write it down and say oh no there's some bad weather coming so we're pulling right. it back up we're we're right. scrubbing the mission right and then there's an equate there's a ex- uh, underwater a vo- earthquake vo- or a volcano, yeah, a volcano you know yeah and of course wackiness ensues the sub drops to the bottom and they're tossed about <laughs> the model is tossed about in like zero g and the people inside are doing their best Shatner impersonation <laughs> right. like oh, oh, like hanging on to stuff and flying around you know and uh and of course then they they're down they're just down the bottom of the cable snaps knocked out they're, yeah, they're, they're out you know yeah, they're out and we see two divers in the bottom of the ocean come swimming up and put a tow cable onto it mm-hmm. and you're like hmm that's curious and they're wearing very gold uh, revealing clothing yes. yes sometimes nice sometimes not yeah. <laughs> so uh, but yes anyway so then they wake up and our 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 heroes from the thing one of them's in sick bay because he got uh, concussion and a broken right. rib and blah 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 and uh, the other two kind of wake up and they're just like oh what's going on you know and there's this in- incredibly beautiful uh, woman who was you said Miss Florida yeah Linda Haynes she was Miss Florida of the 60s this was her yeah. first movie wow she's there's definitely like a vision coming in with that bikini <laughs> yeah there's like they, they, they whoever was in wardrobe really knew how to accentuate yeah, her yeah. uh her features, because she did God. look like a Bond chick with that outfit. Yes, she did. Yeah. Like, and you're kind of looking at it, you're like, huh? I feel <laughs> funny about this. <laughs> and she's a doctor, and she's like very cute and very, very and outgoing, outgoing and, and very attractive. And this is the first thing like, that they see when they wake up. Yeah, and at this point, they'd probably be like, "Am I dead?" Because they're even they're even acting kind of stumbly, you know, like, uh, "Wow," you know, they're on this submarine, they don't know where they are, they don't know anything, and then there's this angelic. A very attractive woman, you know, saying, "Oh, I'm the doctor. You're okay. Just, you know, put on these jumpsuits or whatever, and I'm gonna yeah. go attend to your sick friend." Yeah, know? right, right, yeah. And um, at this point, they put on their orange jumpsuits. <laughs> jumpsuits are big in the future or the past, <laughs> yeah, or whenever. I I really am waiting for the jumpsuit technology to take off, and it just doesn't. You know, no, I no, think we no. should all go to jump work in jumpsuits. Uh, awesome. Yeah, we could. I don't think there's a. There's <laughs> And just like with one stripe down the side, I always want like a jumpsuit with one stripe, you know, like that, or 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 like the thick thin stripe, like yeah. a racing kind yeah, of thing, yeah, like a racing or thing, like you know, like, like a NASCAR, something, like something, something Elvis would wear from the fifties, you know, and yeah. you'd be like, yeah, you know, we should all wear those, but with wings, <laughs> yes, with wings. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, you, my the wings and we'll the crazy that. laugh that'll come later. Just bear with us. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll put a brain of a mouse in your head and put wings on you. <laughs> or, or 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 we'll put over your brain up your ass. <laughs> yes, and then you'll have a penis for a nose, and I'll put wings on your ass cheeks. <laughs> but anyway, that's later in the movie. <laughs> wings for everybody. Anyway. Wings for your playtex. I don't know. Anyway. So... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, we have an explicit tag. So, you know, yeah, no, yeah, I try to be restricted, but, uh, you know, it's hard. Every once in a while. Yeah. So anyway. Wacky. So now at this point, the two 
you know, Dirk Squarejaw and the other guy are like, they they w- walk in and they meet Mackenzie, Mackenzie, Joseph Cotton, yeah, Joseph Cotton from Citizen Kane, <laughs> and he is flamboyant. Like he, uh, he well. reminds me of um. Vincent Price? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And he's wearing an ascot. Yeah, ascot, yeah. And that's the other thing. I wish ascots would make a comeback. Like, we should have to wear jumpsuits and ascots, and ascots to, to work. To work. That's I I mean, I would. I don't think there's anything against it. I don't know if it's in the rule book yeah, or you anything. You couldn't get away with it unless it was mandatory. Like, every, you, you get your ass kicked unless it was <laughs> mandatory. Then you'd be like, hey, dude, I'm just wearing my jumpsuit and my ascot. You know, <laughs> they secretly I want to, but I can't. And so of course, I, if you don't like it, you can kiss my ascot, you know, as a... <laughs> you go down to the lab where they put wings on you if you don't if you try exactly, and fight exactly yeah so anyway at this point um, the the dumb white guy kicks into super dumb mode and he's like well what, what, what and there's asking all these questions and and the uh, the Japanese scientist is uh, is immediately impressed and obviously his equal and you know and and he's he's like very accepting and and the white guy is just being a typical idiot that they show on film. And he's like, "What? What? Where are we? What's this?" And uh, well, yeah, like he like like a three year old, like, "What's this? Yeah. What's this? What's this? What's this?" And he's got the camera too, you know. Can yeah. I take a picture or whatever? Yeah. yeah. So and then eventually they stumble upon a plaque that said that this ship was because he goes into this speech. I think that's the one I dropped in before we were talking okay. about how this isn't this this vessel isn't Japanese. It's not Russian. It's not French. It's not English. It, you know, he said it's of no nation. Right. And then, of course, the dumb white guy's like, well, how could that be? <laughs> yeah, at, at this you point, know. the movie is Captain Nemo and the underwater ship at yeah. this point. I so. guess we could just break this up by what movie they were ripping yes. off at that point. You yeah, know, we're so, Captain okay. Nemo right Yeah, now. so right now we're Captain Nemo because there's this really wild, old steampunk. Yeah, 1805. Kinda, 1805, like uh, this nuclear vessel that was launched in 1805. And then when uh, when Jekyll asked him a question about it, and Joseph Cotton, oh no, there were submarines before that, like Sir Sir Eight Richard God. the Lionheart yeah. in 1605 yeah. had a, had 16 stout men, blah blah blah, with the oars or something like that. Yeah, like, something. Okay. okay, cool. And yeah, and she's like, okay. And at this point, now we, this is where we're introduced to the evil force, right? Uh, no, we were. I think we go into. Uh, I think we still like learn more about the uh, the ship or whatever. We don't get to the uh, we don't get to Malik yet, do we? I soon. Oh, oh, yeah, well, yeah. oh, and that, then then they show. They decide that no. Remember, they decide after this that they that the other guy in sickbay can't be um, right. They were going to continue because they they were there. The Alpha. This the good submarine is called the Alpha. Yeah, and, and that's where that's where we're on. Yeah, and the bad the bad one is the Black Shark, shark. which we haven't gotten to. Which yet. We haven't got to yet. Yeah. So the good one, the Alpha, they're on there. And then you know, so she, Linda Haynes says, "Look, we can't keep. They're 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 doing looking. Experiment. They're they're doing experiment, checking out the the earthquakes or whatever. Right. They're watching. They're watching the underwater volcano. And that was their yeah. you know experiment. She says, "Look, we got to go back to latitude zero because if you want him to live, if you want him to live, and <laughs> come with me if you want to live. And uh, you know, Rita, Joseph Cotton's like, really? Yeah. And they finally talk him into it. So. Yeah. So they go back and." Um, and then they and the, yeah, because and what? But he's like he was actually very cool about it. He's, he's like cool, yeah. he's like you know well human life's worth more blah blah blah. Like he he doesn't say that, but he's he doesn't even care about the experiment. He goes okay if you if that's what you think. And then they just pack up. He's they like okay everyone up. we're going you know heading off to latitude zero. So and at this point we have I think they say latitude zero. Yes. I, I always mark how awesome a B movie is going to be by how <laughs> early you hear the name of it. 
And that's, yeah. that one, it was like the beginning of the second act. Or, or, no, not even the second act. It was not like even the second mid act. first act. I'm this like, this is a long first act. Yeah, cha ching. Latitude zero. They yeah. say it. So, you, you know, you, you know, you're in for a good treat. So they're on their, they're on their way to latitude zero. You know, they finally get there. Yeah. And now, now the movie becomes. No, no, no. They don't get there. On the way there. The, oh, that's the, right. That's the right. Black shark. We're introduced to. That's the, right. the the craziness that is Caesar Romero. Yes, yeah, so he and, not, and then he makes his appearance. Yes, right. and he is chewing this scenery like only he can. I thought he was over the top in Batman. Yeah. I thought wrong because <laughs> he is off the charts like villainous. You yeah. know, he's like <laughs> he he should have twirl like his mustache. You know what I mean? Like he sh- and have like a snidely whiplash kind of thing going on. Yeah, but yep. he yeah he was out of control, and um and he was he was um. He was he, like in school with Joseph Conrad. I think they were buds back yeah, like in the early 200 days. years ago. Yeah, 200 years ago, but then he took the dark side. Yes, or yeah, it's your, t- your, your typical, you know, good good versus evil. And right. um, the black shark is piloted by her, his evil uh, Japanese henchwoman. henchwoman, Captain whatever. Kroger. Kru, Kru, yeah, yeah, Kroger. Kroger, Kroger. Kroger something yeah, like something that. like that. She's so, over um, the top as well. Yes, she is. I thought I saw her in a lot of things. Turns out I saw her in nothing because she is only in this movie. And I was like, huh? Because I swore I saw her in like every movie, but I thought wrong. She chews scenery well, too. Yes, she does. They are... The evil is like kind of that way... Like past comic book evil. Like yes. like past every evil. Like, you know what I mean? Like... No ambiguity to this evil whatsoever. <laughs> they're wearing black. They're you know drinking blood. You know everything. Whatever you can do to make them evil. Like I'm surprised she didn't kick a puppy and and then oh, get out of my way, puppy, and then go now attack them. You know. <laughs> so the black shark comes up on the alpha. You know, right off the bat, you can see, and the, the alpha is trying to get to latitude zero. Right, right. And the black shark goes is from blood. Blood City? Blood blood, uh, blood Rock. Blood Rock. Which was the name of a rock band in the yeah. 70s, too. So, but. Blood Rock um, is where they it, hang. Is where the evil <laughs> people are from, and Latitude Zero is the golden palace. Shangri-La, as it were. Shangri-La, yeah. So, she's trying various things, and he's outsmarting her because... She's shooting all these torpedoes at him, and all of a sudden he's got, well, I've got the button here. We can fly yes. up in the air yeah. now. At this point, you realize that this is basically the Batmobile yes. underwater. the Batmobile. You know, you remember how the Batmobile had, like, shark repellent, and it used to say it, and then it would be a big button, and you'd push it, and, like, the shark repellent would come out? That's basically what the Alpha is. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. It, it is... James Whenever you need a gimmick, it's there. Yeah, it's there, and labeled clearly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and if you need to... His thick um, Japanese like henchman guy will do it for oh, him. Oh yeah, like, Kobo. Ko- oh yeah, Kobo. <laughs> he just says not some nondescript Japanese thing like oh you and then just <laughs> then pushes the lever and then it goes so it sideways. Kind of like John Belushi as a samurai. <laughs> <laughs> John Belushi samurai. Um, Samurai delicatessen, delicatessen or whatever. Delicatessen, yeah, that's, that's so what, what it was. It <laughs> 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 that's, that's all he is. He's just some thick. Big Japanese dude. Like, Kobo, just, bring me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, of course, evil. They they get out of this. Which, they're able to evade evil by yeah. like what is it? A projected ship or whatever. They dusted it all off. You yeah, know? yeah. He had all like the, yeah. there was heat seeking torpedoes that he put ice in the water. Then yeah. he projected a second ship, so they were shooting at the wrong one. And then I don't know, you hey. know. But at this point, the effects are still decent. Yeah, it's good. It, it, it's good. I will say this: this kind of like 
labored on me a little bit. I was like, okay, let's let's wrap up this sub. Oh, they dragged it out. I mean, it was. I liked it. It was very good. It was well done. But I was like, okay, you know, let let's wrap this scene up and get to the damn place. <laughs> you know. So the only way that they're able able to elude the black shark is the alpha comes flying up to uh, latitude zero, which is their Shangri-La on the bottom of the ocean. And they have like a thing that puts an energy thing around, like it lets the sub enter the energy field. Right. And then they literally show the black shark kind of like goes bonk and like, just, <laughs> like it like hits the wall and goes down to the bottom of the ocean. Like, like, you know, and, yeah. and of course all the extras, they did like, they showed them like flying over rail. Yeah, it's like the Star Trek, uh, you know, move or whatever from when they're on the control <laughs> station. Christ. It was like, they check were, like, the camera. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> that, that lady that was the, 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 the captain Kruger. Yeah. She was like, if you look at her, she's like doing flips over like the the where the periscope is and shit. She was really flipping the hell out. I'm like, what is this lady doing? Oh uh, yeah, she was dramatic. <laughs> yes, she was. So in defeat, they skulked away. Now, and at this point, now we're in latitude zero. So now we're in Lost Horizon. Now we're in Shangri-La here. <laughs> okay. Well, now we're we're switching from Batman. Um, yeah, and, and 20, we're from Leagues Captain Nemo and Twenty Thousand Leagues. To now like we're Lost now we're gonna go to Lost Horizon. Yeah. So so. We get to Latitude Zero, and it's like uh, we see some nice miniature work as they as they arrive. You see the nice little, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, buildings and the and the force perspective. Force perspective. And they had like two guys in a van, and then an obvious like matte painting from yeah. like really far away, and then like the model was in between. Yeah, it's pretty pretty convincing for the time. Yeah, it's nice. It's well, it's nice. If Not anything, if anything, you can you can enjoy it for the miniature work. You don't have to. It's not CGI at all. Yeah, which I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of tired of that. Yeah. Well. But um. So, and at this point, you really see that this is the '60s. Sure. This is Japanese '60s. This is Japan's vision <laughs> of the '60s. <laughs> We're used to seeing the Japanese version of the '50s from all the uh, Godzilla movies, which they had a good style to them, but they weren't so outrageous. Japanese in the '60s, I'm pretty sure, must have been very groovy, baby. Swinging. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. Um, they go in and basically that you know they're like okay, um, this is where you are and they're explaining everything and and they're they're kind of cutting in like these stock pictures of like yeah like cities around the world like, like yeah. this is a castle from England that's wh- where some people live and, and this is supposed to be inside of uh, latitude zero latitude like zero this, yeah the city the city's made up of like basically it's whatever your heaven is you know exactly and everybody's like from another time or whatever yeah. Somehow, and everybody's like wearing gold, <laughs> like yeah. bikinis gold and is speedos big. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, gold is in and clothing is out. Because <laughs> even people that shouldn't be so scantily clad were. Yeah. And, uh, it's, yeah. it's okay. It was a very futuristic look. I, I'm sure, you know, watching that was like, wow, you know. And he's explaining how all these scientists from around the world that disappeared, I'm throwing up air quotes, um, actually came to live in latitude zero. They, right. they knew that the earth was damned and no one was no progress. So they all have come here to work. So they make discoveries about how like they have an artificial sun, sun. and everything's perfect here. Right, and, and there's no greed. There's everything's perfect. No, everything's free. There's no envy. There's no greed. Right. It's way too perfect. But okay. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah that's cool. It. And and um. You know, like they go and they stay in this dorm, and anything they want to order, they just push a button and it arrives. And there's yeah. there's diamonds. It, 
uh, instead of mulch, there's diamonds. Yeah, right. So the dumb white guy's stuffing his um, tobacco bag with diamonds. With diamonds, you know. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Greedy American. Yep. Take that, whitey. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not so, so subtle. Yeah. But whatever. And at this, and then at this point, um, we cut back to Blood Rock. And not the band, but Blood Rock, the place where the mincing and over-the-top uh, Caesar Romero Malik. is... Malik. Malik, yes. And that's his, his girlfriend, name. Lucretia. Yes, Lucretia McEvil. McEvil, <laughs> yeah, right, from Blood, and Tears. <laughs> so, Who's Patricia Medina, who is actually Joseph Cotton's wife. Right. In real life. Yeah, okay. Good. So, there you go. So, and, and, they are, and their plan was to steal... Um, a, 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 the kidnapping Dr. Okuda. Yeah, and his daughter... And his just, daughter. Her daughter is just basically victim bait, you know. Yeah. So she's hot. So, so cool. yeah, and, and screams basically. It I would passes do. out a lot too. Yeah, she does that swooning pass that. out like I think three times. Two two for sure. Maybe a third one in there. I now, I was like, wow, you don't see that swooning pass out from women anymore. Now, as we looked up, Doctor Okuda is actually the same actor that was in the Manster's The Evil Mad Doctor. So that's a movie we should do at some point because that is a freaking classic. But at any rate. Really? I oh, oh okay. Manster's great. I never heard of it. Oh, dude, you never saw the Manster? No, Manster well, that's, that's the same thing I said when I, when you said you never saw Tales from the Hood. I was like, oh my God, we got to do Tales from the Hood. Yeah, next. there you go. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so we digress. At again. this point, they're like, you know, um, Malik is like, we got to, you know, kidnap this this doctor. And because, because he'll help us get some nuclear weapon or something, whatever. The anti-radiation. He has some anti-radiation anti potion right. or whatever. So everything is over the top. Evil in Blood Rock, everything is over the top. And, and Malik wants to also get him because he knows that uh, Mackenzie's going to come and try to rescue him because they were waiting for him too. Right. And so he wants to like kill him. Yeah, or see, the, the doctor was that wanted to go to Latitude Zero. Right. right. But now Malik is going to steal him. And of course he does. So the you know Malik kidnaps Akuda Akuda and his daughter, and uh, and at this point then we are introduced to another wonderful invention. At this point, I don't know how to describe this. <laughs> Remember when I was talking about how the wheels kind of come off the cart around yeah, the beginning coming. of the third act? Well, yeah. welcome to the beginning of the third act. Yeah, because this is where the whole thing goes from very convincing and cool. To like, what? Like you, you're like kind of like, what am I even seeing here? Like it's like, how do we end this? I know, <laughs> I know. Let's put some dudes in gold suits. No, like bat. Oh, the bat guys. The, yeah. The, there's like monkey bat. Monkey Batman, kind of like from Wizard of Oz. Now we're getting into Little Wizard of Oz, Island of Doctor Moreau area right. here. But but it's it's obviously like people, and it's obviously like wrong yeah like it's not like it's not like you look at it and you go wow i'm really scared you look at that and go why is there a dude jumping around in a bat monkey suit what is this like is, and then that you look at each other and go is this a different movie is this the same movie right like and then you see uh caesar romero and you're like mm, let's see where this heads yeah and uh yeah, yeah. so but, at any rate while this is going on um What's his face? Uh, Mackenzie and the guys are getting set up to uh, to go save to go save Dr. Chris. So they go into the uh, into the the, the pool of uh, invincibility or whatever that was oh called. My God, they, dude. They, they 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 get buck naked and they go in there and they yes. become invincible. And then of course Linda Haynes. Linda Haynes comes in and they, you don't see anything, but God, you wish you would. You wish you would. Yeah. And Somebody then, saw something. I'm like, oh wow. And then like you know. 
I, she made them leave first, I'd be like, no, I really can't. You, yeah. You're going to have to leave, and I'm going to need a couple minutes before I can like come out of this pool. Yeah. Uh, but... So then they, they come out and yeah. they test them out. They get shot at and the yeah. bullets bounce off them like Superman and the whole and, nine yards. Oh, God. And what is, what's the line? Well, I, I've been hit harder by ping pong ball. Yeah. And I went, ooh, well, <laughs> I guess the Japanese guy gets it too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He gets to take a little hit there for the team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, if the dumb if the dumb white guy has to be the idiot, well... Yeah, there. So then they get their gold like spacesuits or little gold like yeah. Rocketeer Ultraman spacesuits yes. with all the gadgets. Oh, and, and the gadgets are so cool. They have like a welding glove. Yeah. And he's like going over and he's like, "Well, this finger, you know, your index finger, he's he's and he's touching like on uh, on his like wrist or whatever. <laughs> yeah. This one shoots a flamethrower and this one's a laser and this yeah. one's like a a cannon or something. I yeah, a cannon. Like, you know, all these things are coming out, like uh, coming out of your fingers. If you know, basically out of this welding glove. And then, he, and then they got that belt, which looks like the change machine the ice cream man used to give you. <laughs> and I don't know what that one did, but okay, I guess that, it helped them fly. No, that's that was the on-off switch. For that was the on-off switch okay. that can fly eighty feet. Eighty feet. Block point. <laughs> yeah. No. Right, okay. So yeah, so they gear up to go save because the doctor that got kidnapped had a little homing device on his glasses. And glasses but but malik knew that and that was part of his evil plan was to let him do that so he can take kill two birds with one stone exactly. so to speak. He, he'll kill you know the the good guys and alpha zero alpha, the alpha and all that stuff and i right. hate them so much and i'll get the secrets from so uh, so yeah. while they're on their way to attack malik malik uh, brings in the, Captain Kroger. <laughs> yes. And he, she's like, oh, now that now that we're here, we're, are you going to go some, out with me? You're going to give, give me some, some loving. Yeah, she's uh, looking for some loving. You're going to give yeah. me some loving? He's like, yeah, I got some loving for you. Right. And she, he puts her, he puts her into it, and she's like swooning. Cat yeah, and heat oh kind God, of swooning. Yeah. And, and Lucretia, his wife's like jealous of her. She yeah. don't like her too much. so Which didn't help her cause. No, I don't know. So he goes, oh, just go in this room. And then literally they drop a gigantic yellow cage on her. Like, <laughs> like, like cages? Like that was necessary. Like, like I mean, like, wow. And, and that's another thing. You're like, huh, a cage, huh? All right. And I guess they had a cage prop or yeah, something. I don't in, know. in the 50s and 60s, especially kung fu movies, they used cages all yeah. the time. Yeah. I don't really see a cage as like a trapping device. I mean, if it can fall, you can lift it up. <laughs> Just maybe for a mouse. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't know. know. But so anyway, yeah. So she's caught like a rat in a trap. Yeah. And uh, and his his evil plan comes to fruition. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go is correct. Now, buckle <laughs> up because this is gonna get messy. <laughs> we, yeah. He, he he he. The rat monkey bat people bring the the professor and the daughter out because they must watch this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And at this point. Cesar Romero kicks into super crazy villain mode. Yeah. Like crazy, crazy villain mode. You know, not just funny crazy, like insane, obviously yeah, insane Yeah, like, like over the top is an understatement. Of if what he would have done now. that thing where he puts a cape around his face yeah. and walks sideways, I would have been like, yep, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. You know, while he laughed maniacally. Yeah. So he brings in the girl that and uh, injects her as she's cursing the wife. And, you know, she's kind of going over the top, too. And then they open the two little... Yes. God. <laughs> you want to tell us what's in the two, Miss... What's behind door number one? Door number one, one and door, door number, number two. Door number two. So then while she's knocked out, 
He goes, well, behind door number one, we have a lion. And the lion is just a dude with, like, pajamas on and a big head. He's like a little stuffed animal. And he's, like, leaping and... Yeah, it's it's, okay. it's it's a guy in a suit, but it's like a bad suit. It's sad, actually. It's so sad. But wait, what's behind door number two? Door number two, we have a guy in a condor suit. <laughs> <laughs> so, now you're looking at this, you're like, hmm, a Japanese woman on a table, knocked out, a lion, and a condor. What the hell are you going to be doing with this crap? <laughs> One might say to themselves. And then he goes into a hammy speech about, you see, doctor, your doctor's transplant organs. <laughs> I'm well past that. Now, now, now we're in the dialing of Dr. Moreau. Yeah, yeah, straight full on. Because <laughs> yeah. the lady's knocked out. The lion comes out. like He's phrased like some mustard gas that, don't worry, it's not killing them. It's just knocking them out. That's yes. what he says. Yes. And he just starts. He just takes the brain out of this lion. He just yeah, un- unscrews it. I don't know. He yeah, did, he just, like he's just sitting there, like operating and taking no the brain out. You know, and then he basically gets a skill saw and he just cuts the lady's head off. And I'm putting the brain of his lady into a lion. And no I, problem. I mean, within I, seconds, yeah, done. And this is like literally. He, he yeah. Like I'm like, huh? Didn't that lady just curse your name and hate you? But I digress. <laughs> so then he's kind of sewing the head back up, and the girl, and they're forcing the girl to watch. They're it. forcing the girl and the professor to watch this, and this is kind of like I don't know what they were going for here, because she keeps on like going like oh ah and like feigning and fainting, and the and the bat guy's like copping feels. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna dude, say. I know what he's going for. Dude, he's going dude, for some action. That dude there. in the bat, dog, monkey, bat, rat costume was grabbing her so much she must have been like dude my tits are sore would you stop grabbing these <laughs> yeah. take two <laughs> yeah take two can you stop grabbing my tits and he's like nope i'm in a bat monkey dog suit i, I don't can care do whatever the hell i want <laughs> exactly. so he's like pushing her up and she's like oh ha and um he's probably dry humping her for all yeah, we exactly know. you know Ugh. so anyway <laughs> and and now now he he she's like look the, the the alpha's here and he's like oh we'll get them and he pushes a button and it makes it magnetic and he pushes a button and there's like yeah right they're like climbing they're 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 working their way to to blood rock they're going through the uh, mountains and they're getting magnetic and then they come remember they come across the the giant mice oh and that's tr- right the mutated rat my, yeah, the mice. I think they were just rats. They were big rats. They were big just, rats. They were they were obviously again obviously people you know in rat, rat suits and they were like kind of chasing after him and they're using their finger stuff like go-go laser power it's kind of like Ultraman with his like you know like yes. some of his uh, gadgets or well, whatever the, the guy that played Ultraman the, is in the Ultraman movie. is is like he's that thick guy the lieutenant yeah he's the lieutenant for uh, and, uh, Kroga or whatever yeah, his name was and yeah. I'll tell you what there's they they borrow heavily from a lot of Ultraman stuff or Super Aya, yeah. yeah the creator yeah so so they're getting their way. They're 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 like like you know hitting the rat the rat my, rat man and burn them up. Yeah. And uh, in the meantime, uh, Doctor's done with the line, but then he goes, "Oh, now it's time for the condor." And you go, "Hmm, this looks like this is already done. What could you possibly do be doing here?" Well, the condor comes out to the table beside the the <laughs> lion, and he starts just kind of hacking away at oh, the wings. God. And you go, "Hmm." I don't know where this is heading. And then, yep, he yep. sews the wings of a condor onto a 
lion plush lion with a lady that hates his brain in it. Yeah. He's, I guess he's created what you call a griffin. I think that's what the term for this yeah, creature is. Yeah, I think that'd is. be a, a griffin, but... But not a Merv griffin. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's not it's not over. But bear with us. Bear so with at this us, point, yeah. you go back, and the rat people, like, they're going across, like, the good guys are going across, like, a gas field with, like, a purple bubbling lake right, of water, acid, yeah. you know, and the, the thick dude gets his foot caught in it, and it burns it off, and he... You know, oh, his foot's okay, I think, after. He's got that impervious... Oh, uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, he burns off his boot. boot, boot you know, yeah, you know. yeah. So then they yeah. all link arms and they... And he loses his backpack. Yep, yeah. So they have to, like, Carry interlace him. arms and then, like, they, like, fly across. Yeah. And then the rats are so dumb, they walk in and they melt. And yeah. they're, now they're gone. So... Okay, so now we got Griffin done. Yeah, and okay. Now, he's, he, that, that's a done deal. And now, and now he's going after the doctor, right, to, like, like yep. remove his brain and get the info out of him We, or we never know what he's going to do with that. Uh, and that's... At this point, I'm thinking, like, he's going to just start putting wings on everything. Like, ha! Yeah, wings! Wings, wings yeah. on this! And I'm going to put a wing on you and the wings and... And you're like, huh? You wings know, and things. <laughs> right next to Andy, Andy M's pretzels in the yeah, mall. Exactly. Wings and things. Wings and things, just yeah. Just Cesar Romero just... Gluing wings on this shit, you yeah, know, and laughing maniacally. Yeah. And I'd, I'd go to that shop. Sure like once a week, not. I'd go there and be like, "Hey, can you put wings on this bottle of soda?" And be like, "Yes, of course, yes, I can. of course, <laughs> wings, wings." Yeah. So, and then they burst in, and then wackiness ensues. And at this point, instead of two monkey bat dog people, now there's like twenty. Matt, you know, yeah, right, right. The the uh, Joseph Cotton and his guys are fighting the bat the bat guys with the strings, obviously. Oh my god, I've never seen. In all my years of horrible, horrible movies, I've never seen them. Like, they were like big chrome cables. Like, uh-huh. they, like they were like... I don't look for that kind of stuff. I, you can always see it, but you could... This was like... Extra <laughs> thick piano wire. <laughs> God. I was like, look at that. I was like, oh my God. Like, they almost had to, like, when the one fight guy was fighting him, he had to, like, move around where the strings <laughs> were to hit him. Like, I'm right. like, oh my God. You know, like, you, you just... It was so funny. It was so uh, it, that was that was like where it was like wow. Oh come on guys. So then they're wailing on these dudes, and then like Romero, see uh, Malik sees that they're beating them. So then he unleashes the whatever bats, the the other the little bats, the baby yeah, bats, because they laser the hell out of those monkey dog bat Batman. People. And now they're just wildly swinging at like gnat bats or something. Yeah. Like it, it was obviously it was just, it, it was they, an annoyance. They put it on in post. So yeah. the actors are just flailing wildly at whatever, and and then you know you know they're thinking you're gonna add a lot of bats in here on post, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, just keep swinging, you know, whatever. So um, and he runs off. He runs off. Yeah. Goes on his ship. Now, oh wait, very important plot point though. Um, Malik loses his wife in this scene. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. During the fight scene. Yeah, during yeah. the fight scene, he he was running at. He was running at Joseph Cotton, and he had like the the, the knife. knife. And Joseph Cotton, his wife uh, Lucretia, goes after Cotton, and he like pushes her towards uh, Malik, and he kind of yeah, stabs does her. Does a straight up gut shot, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so he now he's really pissed. He didn't have time to remove her brain or put wings on <laughs> her at that point. But you have to figure he'll put her on ice and come back, you yeah. know, and or or not. And put and put her brain on a sneaker, or like, you know, like whatever that, yeah. wings and wings and a brain and sneakers or something. Who cares? Yeah, you know? yeah, something like that. Something interesting, <laughs> yeah. a different different kind of creature. <laughs> How do you like your spaghetti body I made for you, dear? It's yeah. got wings. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, she's gone. She's a goner. And they get out of this easily escapable situation, and they get the doctor and the daughter, and they go down to the Alpha. 
Right, and then Malik goes to hit the black... Uh, yeah, the black shark. Black shark, yeah. Now it's back to... Black uh, shark versus... Black shark versus uh, Alpha. Alpha, Alpha, yeah. I keep forgetting yeah. that name. And, and it's... And... Hmm. So basically, yeah... He's throwing everything he's got at him. Now, now the Griffin monster is just sitting there on his perch. He built them to to get these guys. Yeah, and he just like left. He, yeah, and the Griffin's just sitting there on the top of the hill, just like oh, watching and, the and whole his, thing. And his heart grew three, th- grew three sizes that day. Yeah, he gave him the, the he gave super, him the super super sizing serum that made it grow up to yeah, three he super times. Supersized them. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, do you want to supersize your lion Griffin lady head brain thing? Yeah. He's like, how much is that? That'll be like a dollar more. He's like, yeah. Supersize his ass. Okay. Her ass. What? It, it, it's ass. It's ass. You know, and and make sure the wings are extra big too. No problem. So. So the dude, the, the, the Griffin is dude's just doing nothing. Sitting there, you know. Romero's kind of pissed hating off. Hating the who's and Rom- yeah, Romero is just ultra nut job at this point. You know. Yeah, yeah. He's like you know, he's like chewing it up yeah. big time. <laughs> and the good guys are like, well, we'll get out of here now. And then he's like, Romero makes the magnetic stuff and yeah yeah they they get to their sub and Romero gets to the black shark and they're trying to escape but he throws some magnetic uh Sparkly sprinkles stuff. on yeah, them exactly and then and then he it like it pulls it to the against the wall and right right yeah. and at this point they're like well luckily we had this installed hopefully it works and the flying yeah the flying now now their sub flies yes and the wings come out and they painted the wings red it even had the alpha logo on yeah. the wings i was like wow that's yeah. service, you know. And, and and Romero's pissed at this point. He's like, the lasers, get them, get them. Yeah, and, of course, yeah. these guys cannot hit the side of a barn. No, you know? they are literally just shooting at whatever. And The Alpha's going like two miles an hour, and they're missing it every time. So it's flying in a circle, and then, because he's so crazy, he doesn't notice that he's in the the magnetic field now. Yes, right. So that the black... The black, sh- I want to keep saying black flag. So the black, black flag shark. and Henry Rollins is and screaming, Rollins, and, yeah. and it goes into the the magnetic wall. So now it's pinned in the wall. Yeah. And it's just wildly shooting lasers up in and the Romero air. And Romero says, give me that. Give me the gun. I'll get him. And he's like going after him with the... He's just shooting wildly, you know. And but then... then yeah, you know, go ahead. Mr. Griffin finally, uh, or Miss Griffin or... Yeah, like, Miss Crazy Griffin. Gets her revenge, damn it. Yeah. She just gets off her perch and just hits the black Hell hath no woman. <laughs> yeah, you straight. Hell hath no fury like a woman, lion, bat, condor, scorn. Damn straight. <laughs> I think that's what they say. That's, that's it. <laughs> so so she, she nails him. Yeah. And, and uh, of course, the laser goes into the wall. The wall cr- crumbles and oh, yeah, it comes hits the crashing whole island, down. Yeah, and the so whole Blood Rock is... Blood Rock is no more. Yeah, they're, they're toast. And the lion, bat, condor, lady... Spaghetti plate is no more too. No, they're all gone. All evil is, mm. evil has been vanquished. Oh, Miss Krugor, we hardly knew ye. Uh, yes, exactly. so she's dead. They're all dead, and the heroes go happily back to the land of Shangri La, aka Latitude Zero. So it's not over. Not and over I, yet. I, and I have a feeling now the Japanese version is 89 minutes. And the American version is 105 minutes. minutes. I think I know where the 105 minutes got for right me. now. Right now, because jo- Johnny White Square Jaw is. I've had a great time here, but I'm going back home to tell everyone. And how can you keep these secrets from humanity? And blah blah blah. And, well, and the, 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 the all the other ones are staying. Well, yeah, because the t- Akira Takarada's got 
the the daughter, I think, of the, yeah. the professor. He's yep. like hooking and, up with her, and the other guy's hooking up with Miss Florida. Yeah, Linda Haynes. <laughs> nice yeah. score, brother. Yeah, he scored so, big. Yeah, unbelievable. So they're frolicking, and it's so funny. Like it is such like that '60s version of Made It. Like yeah. he hits a golf club, and then like they walk over laughing nonchalantly, and they sit on like that aluminum beach chairs with like the oh yep. my god, it was just. Wow. It is. It's the sixties. You know, it's the sixties, dude. Like, Even though it's almost the seventies, like they should have had like that round eight track player that looks like Pac Man yeah. kind of. Yeah, they should have yeah, had that yeah. kick into. You know, like they didn't, but they should have. Yeah. So basically, um, and they he and this and this guy's taking pictures wildly of his friends laughing, so fun. Because yeah, he wants to bring this back to Earth. I mean, to uh, up into the uh, you know up up the, back up, to up land on the land. Yeah, to prove it to him that hey, look at attitude zero. Look what's going on here. Yeah, and uh, as if yeah, and that's when he says okay, and, and then they go up. They put him up. They take him up top, and that's when uh, that we ha- we get that disturbing uh, horror montage of actual human yeah. atrocities. And you're like, Hmm, didn't need that. Thanks bummer, though. Bummer time. Yeah. The sixties are over. <laughs> that is actually, yeah, that was January. F- they were shooting. It was January 1st, 1970. Yeah. He's like, take that sixties. Take that seventies yeah, are here. That was the day. The sixties. Every movie's going to have a downer ending now. And it's going to be bleak and taxi driver. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, like, thanks jerks. <laughs> Rule number one about the sixties. Don't talk about the sixties. Yeah. Right. So, um, Anyway, yeah, they find him uh, a ship is sailing, and uh, uh, and yeah. they find him on a life raft there. Now here's some a Japanese ship with Japanese people is in the ocean to pick up a, an American capsule that's coming back from yeah. space. Yeah. And I went, huh? Anyway, <laughs> so they like, find him. Like, there's so much wrong with that sentence. You're like, uh, uh, okay. So they find this guy and they pull him up, and he's telling the stories and. And of course, he's being treated as a mental patient. Yeah, uh, as well he should. Yeah, exactly. You know. Then of course the captain comes in, and who could that captain be? Yeah, who is that captain? He keeps, he looks familiar. He looks familiar. Uh, hmm. it, he looks a lot like Joe Cotton, Joseph Cotton, Mackenzie. That's where I saw him before yeah. the whole beginning of the movie. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> and you were there, Scarecrow, and you, and you. Yeah, and Akira Takarada shows up as one of right. the, uh, and then all of a sudden it's like Cesar Romero shows <laughs> up, and he's like the captain's mate or yeah, the lieutenant they're, they're, or whatever. It is yeah, straight out of Wizard. This is when they kick it into overdrive with oh, Wizard yeah. of Oz. Oh, yeah. And of course, we all know what happens next. The diamonds are nothing but tobacco. Yeah, he looks in his pouch and his own. And tobacco. all the film is all blank. Wow. Mm. So. And they leave him sitting there, like looking at the camera, like he's a nut job yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and that's. Where it should have ended, but no. Yeah, but no. Because but then, they, because they, American audiences are too dumb. Yeah. They don't want to like nobody wants to draw any conclusions. So then they go, huh? Okay, they've changed the direction. We're going here, and we just got this cable in. It turns out the Bank of Manhattan yeah. has six hundred million dollars worth of diamonds waiting for Richard. Joe, Jacob. Yeah, Richard. Richard. No, that's his real oh, name. Oh, that's oh, the actor's real name. Okay. I forgot what his movie Wait, name yeah, is. Yeah, waiting for this guy. And they're like, well, how do they the know? The reporter. How do they know the reporter's here? I don't know, but we better go. And then they say the latitude and longitude, and of course it's latitude zero. It's where zero. They're, where they're picking up the end. The end. The end. And fake credits come in. Yes. And that's the movie. I don't know how to feel about this movie. I like it, but I like bad movies. Yeah, and me too. 
I like the effects, but it seems like they ran out of money around the third act, and it just got. Well, they did weird. run out of money because the 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 like I said before, I think the the, the American backers basically backed out. Yeah, and they were and like, the this actors is a were train like, wreck. <laughs> yeah, the actors yeah. were like, "Where's our money?" And they were going to quit, but I guess somebody talked, and one of the actors talked them into staying, and they did get paid at yeah. the very end. But they were like, kind of like, "Huh?" What's I was going very on here? surprised that the uh, the bombshell wasn't on the on the um, on the boat at the end. Oh yeah, Miss Florida, she wasn't there, and I was like, hmm. No, yeah, you're right. They left her out. I was waiting. I want, <laughs> I wanted to see her one more I was time. Waiting, I was like, the nurse <laughs> comes like, in and <laughs> gives him like a shot or something. I was like, Oh, thank you for showing up one more time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you help wash the bat lion condor. I mean, in in the third act, if the if the effects would have been a, a little bit better, I mean, I could have like dealt with it more, but it was definitely like. Yeah, it was kitty, kitty. It was like you know. It kind of went really wacky, it really real, fast. It was kind of like wanted to be kitty and wanted to be like more Isle of Doctor Moreau too. It was like a real mishmash of. Yeah, it was. It went wonky. Like like yeah. it, it really was kind of like. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. They were trying to. They were trying to do too much with their means. I think. Or I would. Something. You know, and now this got a Tokyo Shock release. Um, I think yep. this was one that was kind of hard to get for yeah. a while. It would like, show up on TV occasionally, but right. not too it's, often. And, and, and then it got the treatment where I got the uh, collector's edition where it has the, the original Japanese version on one disc and the American version on one disc. Now, I haven't watched the Japanese version yet, and I'm very curious to go back and watch this, um, only to see what was changed, because I know they they change... They, they they change a lot. Like, the Japanese versions of, of movies and what we get in America are always way different. Yeah. Way, like, way different. They have different, like, love triangles. They have different things, and things aren't spelled out so A to B to C like American cinema. Which is one of my knocks on American cinema, really. I mean, right. I like... I, there's a lot of good movies coming out, but they are... It's dumbed down to the level of lowest common denominator. Like, they don't want anyone to think about anything, you no. know? No. They, they, and the guy always rides off into the sunset, and everything is tied up into a nice, neat little package. And you know, that's kind of like what is missing from American cinema is ambiguity, um, you know, yeah. like, like lots of gray area. The Europeans brought that in in the '60s, definitely uh, a lot of the sci-fi from Italy. And yeah. spaghetti westerns were real ambiguous. I mean, remember, like you know, oh, Django. Yeah, yeah. Was he a good or a bad guy? God knows. You know, both. Both. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, that's. I'm sure the American version will be much different. I, I will revisit it because I do love the movie. I mean, I, this is actually one of my favorite. Now, the movies. version we saw was called the international version, which is mm-hmm. 105 minutes. I think the right. American version was 90. Oh, uh, was when it? it played oh, okay. in theaters uh. with. Well, I, I'm pretty sure it played with Captain Nemo in the underwater city. So that was a good uh, <laughs> double <laughs> nice. feature. Nice. That is a good double feature. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah, so. The um. Now that's awesome. I would have loved to see that in the movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now one of this is reminiscent of one of my actual all-time favorites, which is The Mysterions. Yeah. And I I actually really love that movie. Like most people would, couldn't sit through it, but I, I like that's one of my favorite movies. I just think it's cool and fun and just great. You know. Yeah. That was Toho Peak though. That was like early sixty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 64, 60... I think it was earlier than that. Yeah, like you're 61. right. It might have been 61. Well, whatever. I would definitely say go through this. Yeah. And if you can pick it up cheap, buy it. Um, It's not going to kill you. Um, no, to, to buy it usually it. doesn't play on TV, though. You might have to look out for this. Yeah. I never saw I, it on I've TV. I've never seen that. I've seen, I, well, I saw it on TV back in the day, like in the 70s yeah. or something. So, I mean, what, did you, what was your impression of it overall? Would you suggest people to watch it? Would you say don't? Would you... 
Well, know? here's my suggestion. Any movie we talk about, you better watch it, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Because we watched it. And we watched it, and we want you to watch it, and we want you to write to us and tell us what you think about it. Yeah. Oh, I did get an uh, email. Um, a friend of the show asked us to put out her information, and I'm gonna, I am gotta link it to the, um, I have to link it to our, our blog, but I'm just gonna say, uh, please go visit, oh, we never talked about ours either, so, of course, um, my name is Mao, and I have Slow Robot go which, which dot, dot wordpress.com, which, of course, check us out, uh, either on that site for up-to-date stuff, or on iTunes, hopefully subscribe and you're getting us loaded to you. Um, I'm also on bunchofdorks.com, which is a very long-running podcast. We're at like 222 shows so far. Um, so go to bunchofdorks.com for the weekly or, again, on pod, on iTunes or whatever podcast things you go to. Uh, if you want to read about my wacky adventures in Korea that I just got back from, you can go to kimchiagogo.wordpress.com. And... Dr. Morbius, you have... Two Dimension Podcast, the podcast with no direction. Basically, <laughs> we talk about comic books. But it's in two dimensions, so... Yeah, we're not three-dimensional Not three-dimensional Pretty yet. soon, we'll go three and then four. Well, we're just going to stick our hands right through the computer and grab you by the... Okay, and... And we don't have wings, either. No wings, but we'll, we'll work on we're that. We're working on it. And um, I, we, I encourage you to also check out... I'll have. I'll try to have a link on the pod, on either on the Facebook... Oh, and check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook group yep. um, where it's... Uh, slow robot a go go. So please ask to be friends, and of course we will add you. And if you know people that you think should be friends but aren't, uh, encourage them to and suggest sign up. movies. Yeah, suggest movies. Tell us what you like, and also check out. I call her Mistletoe. <laughs> so her name to me on my on all on air stuff is Mistletoe. Please check out Mistletoe's blog at thehoneycoloredscoundrel.blogspot.com. Nice. Yeah, she's very fun and a very cool. Friend of a friend, I don't want to say friend of a friend. I don't even know how to describe it. One of your cohorts on um, Two Dimension Podcast. Uh, it's her daughter. It's oh, his, okay. It's his daughter, and I've known her for a long time. Oh, I know who you're talking. And about. Uh, Mistletoe has kind of been. I have a very nice spot in my heart for her. She. I watched her grow up um, alongside of uh, of yes, you know the Two Dimension Podcast friend, and I just I've always I always. I'm very happy to hear from her and email stuff. So please check her out at thehoneycoloredscoundrel.blogspot.com. Definitely. And she's all kinds of fun. Yes. All right. Email us and let us know. That was an email we got from Mistletoe. And uh, if you want us to cover something, let us know. I think next week I might talk into doing Tales from the Hood. All right. <laughs> I okay. Love, I love that. I ask the shit. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we're out. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please uh, let us know what you think. Let us know at Z-E-N-B-O-N-E at Hotmail.com. And I'm going to leave you with Malik, a.k.a. Cesar Romero, the Latin from Manhattan, <laughs> <laughs> the master of disaster, the Joker, <laughs> the Joker, chewing it up as only he can in this movie. With wings, everyone. With wings. <laughs> Your doctors are so elated they've finally been able to transplant organs from one human to another. <laughs> That's child's play. I'm now going to transplant a human brain into the head of this lion. My God, no! Don't kill that woman! Think of it, Dr. Okada. A human brain and a savage beast. 
It'll be able to understand and obey my orders. Oh, what a marvelous creature this is going to be.